Thanks for listening to the Journey Christian Church podcast. We're on a mission to make disciples who love God, love people, and serve the world. Our prayer is that this message encourages you today. And remember, Journey is a place where everybody's welcome, nobody's perfect, and through Jesus, anything is possible. Now, for those of you who are new to Journey, and we're so glad you're here, we welcome you. Uh, Today's message isn't the typical Sunday morning sermon. It's more of a family talk uh, that we started last Sunday where we're helping our church family process these major upcoming changes. I'm a firm believer that what people don't know, they make up. And they never make up good things. So I want you to know how this process went and the timeline of these events because it's it's not just a really good story I believe it's a God story. It's not just just a good story. This is a God story. But before we get into that, I want to spend a little time talking to you about Pastor Dustin specifically. And I want you to hear from me why I think he's the absolute right choice to be our next lead pastor. And then I'm going to invite Dustin to join me in this chair, and together we'll talk through this timeline. So let let me get into this. Number one, Dustin is a proud son of Central Florida. Orlando is home for both Dustin and TJ. Dustin is a graduate of Edgewater High School. TJ is a graduate of Dr. Phillips. Um, Both sets of their parents uh, live here. In fact, a lot of family, our 930 service, Dustin has a lot of family that are here uh, this morning, but not only parents that uh, are here. Uh, Dustin's in-laws are here. And let me just say this. It's one thing for your parents to be proud of you uh, in your church. It's a whole nother thing when your in-laws are enthusiastic supporters of your work. (laughs) You you can't fake that. Uh, Dustin knows and understands, and he loves our area. He, He just finished a book he was telling me about called The Power of Place that talks about committing your life and ministry to one place for a long time. And for Dustin, that place is Central Florida, and specifically here at Journey, and he'll talk to you more about that in a moment. One of the post-COVID realities that we've witnessed is we've seen people deciding to move closer to their extended families. And we saw that, we've experienced that at Journey. We saw Pastor Christian Wilson and his wife, Emily, who we we love that couple. They were our family pastor here for a couple years, but they decided to move back home to Georgia to be closer to family. For Dustin and TJ, they've already moved back home. And I think that's important for Journey's future. The fact that Dustin is a Florida Gator fan may mean something to some of you, but I want you to know I've never held that against him. (laughs) Never held that against him. He has already let me know the lead pastor's office will be orange and gator blue, not Kentucky blue and white. So there you go. Some of you have been waiting on that for 12 years. (laughs) Dustin has a happy and healthy but not perfect home life. Melinda and I have been so impressed, not only with Dustin, but with TJ and with Riley and Callie Joy and Darby. TJ is a strong, discerning woman of faith who brings out the best in Dustin. And together, they have raised some of the kindest, most respectful, servant-hearted kids that any parents could hope for. A leader's marriage and home life is their loudest gospel message. 
And Pastor Dustin leads from his marriage and his home life. There's a, I know a lot of leaders that are married, but it's a whole different thing to lead out of your marriage. Thirdly, Dustin has a wonderful sense of humor. He, you know that if you've heard him speak and been around him. He tells funny stories, and he tells stories funny. I love, uh, I love being around Pastor Dustin. We laugh, we tease each other, we just genuinely enjoy each other's company. And I, I'll say this, one of the hardest things about being away for Journey for a year is that I'm gonna be next year. I'm gonna be away from Journey for, for a year, and I explained that last week. Uh, but the hardest thing about that is the day-to-day -day interaction that Dustin and I have. I'm, I'm so gonna miss that, because uh, I, I just love being with him. Uh, Dustin is a motivational and creative communicator. His first sermon at Journey on the last Sunday of December 2017, he told a story about a white sheet that I've never forgotten, really kind of about the prodigal son. And he loves to use props. He's highly engaging. So uh, whether it's breaking pots or blowing whistles or uh, pouring gasoline containers, you never know what he's going to do. And I believe one of the greatest sins a preacher can commit is to be boring with the Bible, and Pastor Dustin is not boring. Dustin has a heart to pastor people. I saw this um, very quickly after he arrived at Journey. I watched him in the atrium before and after services, greeting and hugging people and praying with people and laughing with people and sometimes weeping with people. Dustin, he gets around on, on Sundays, and I can tell you during the week, he's constantly on the phone or in his office talking, encouraging, coaching, challenging, or praying uh, for people. Uh, Dustin is a natural encourager. When Dustin first started attending our Monday morning all-staff meetings that we call uh, RAP, Weekly Review and Prayer, I saw Pastor Dustin literally go around to every person in the room and fist bump them and smile at them and encourage them. And then he would tell one or two stories of how someone on the team had done a good job. Later on, Dustin came up with uh, what we call our extra mile with a smile staff award. Dustin took a journey core behavior that we really put in place before he arrived and he turned it into a memorable monthly celebration. And I wish you could hear, I really do. I wish you could hear uh, all the encouraging emails that our staff lavish on one another during those monthly gatherings. Dustin has a high functioning leadership gift. He oozes leadership principles. He loves to learn from great leaders and he personally knows and has absorbed some of the best leadership content from some of the nation's best pastoral leaders. Dustin already carries a significant leadership responsibility for our ministry way beyond what most of you realize. He leads our pastoral staff. He, start, he, oversee, he started and oversees our residence program, the serve days for the congregation that we've done a couple of. That's Pastor Dustin's idea. Soul care days for the staff where the staff can just go apart for a day and just give attention to their soul. He's sharing more and more of the preaching load. And I gotta say, he's been invaluable to me over the past two years of sharing the leadership load. Frankly, I cannot imagine what the last two years would have been like for me had he not been here. I've never had a staff member that honors me publicly or privately like Pastor Dustin does. And I have a whole box of cards that Dustin has handwritten me over the last four years to prove it. Lastly, Dustin has a firm grasp on the gospel. Or perhaps better said, the gospel has a firm grasp on Dustin. Dustin wants nothing more than to share the gospel of Jesus and to do it in the most winsome way possible. 
His heart beats fast for seeing the kingdom of God grow. He loves to hear and share stories about changed lives. And his only agenda is to promote the fame and name of Jesus. And I want to invite Pastor Dustin to join me on stage right now. Come on up here, Pastor Dustin. Yeah. I think they clapped a little too much for you. <clears throat> we, uh, we've been saying that leadership succession is like attending a funeral and a wedding at the same time. But you said something funny about that based on not to tell them what you said. <laughs> is this a safe place? It's a safe place. Okay. I don't even, I'm kind of a little overwhelmed right now, actually. Well, um, I don't know uh, what the opposite of being roasted is, but that's what's happening right now. Like whatever the opposite of being roasted, and I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude and, and, and grateful. So we've been talking about wedding and a funeral, and he's been so excited. I, I've been thinking he's going to the funeral, and I'm the. But he's been so excited. I started to think, wait a minute, which one are you going to the wedding, and I'm going to the yeah, funeral? Yeah, which one of us is the funeral, and which one's the wedding? That's what we talked about. So I, just, I, I, I want to read the fine print. I just told him this. No givesy backsies. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit. 20, uh, 2017, tell them where you were in 2017. Yeah, 2017, uh, TJ and I, we were at an incredible church, Northeast uh, Atlanta, and we were in the, the greatest season of ministry we've ever experienced. And uh, we had great community. Everything was going good. Our kids were in a great school system, and they, they loved it. Everything was awesome. And, and then my dad called me, and uh, my dad's a member of Journey. You've been loving on my dad for a while, and he called me and said, hey, uh, our church is looking for a family pastor. And I said, that's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> have a great day. What's that have to do with me? You know? right, yeah. and, and he says, well, I think, I think you should look into it. And I said, we're in a great season. Like, I wasn't right. even thinking that. And, and, and the church you were at. I mean, thousands of people, like 10 or 11 sites, yeah. you know, journeys. I mean, we're a large church, but we're not quite that. So you were at a, a very large and growing church. Yeah, and it was a great, just a great season yeah, of ministry right. that we were, we were blessed to have. The only thing that I will say is, is my wife and I both agreed, and this goes back to one of the points you said, is we were in Northeast Atlanta, and it felt like the North Pole. Like, we, <laughs> we, we were freezing. And so I think God was already preparing our heart because we do have a big heart for Central Florida. And part of our story is that not just moving home, but we really believe God's called and put Central Florida on our heart. And, and that's a part of our story. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, Pastor Roddy Connor, who was our executive pastor for several years here, he, he made first contact with Dustin in 2017 um, after uh, uh, Dustin finally felt convicted to give us a call and to check this out a little bit more. I did. And uh, Roddy told me, and those of you who know Roddy, he has just such a smile and a spring yeah. in his step about him. He said, hey, you need to talk to this guy. And so um, uh, Dustin and I uh, talked on the phone. And uh, then Melinda and I, uh, Dustin was in a place where he could not leave. He had to yeah. stay uh, at his ministry. They just weren't Meaning uh, giving a vac time off. Yeah, yeah, wasn't, you, we were in a season where I couldn't take time off to couldn't come travel. down to Orlando. We, I just... Yeah, the demands were too high. So I said, well, I said, my wife and I'll fly up and meet you and your wife. Because one of the mm. things I always do uh, when I interview a, a pastor in particular, I always, I don't, I not only want to talk to the pastor, I want to meet the pastor's wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's very important. 
mm-hmm. and uh, has been for years for me. And so I said, and I, I want them to meet my wife. Yeah. So Melinda and I flew up uh, to Atlanta and uh, we met in downtown Atlanta at Ted's Montana Grill, uh, right there about Centennial Park. And I could tell as soon as I met Dustin that, that, that there was something special. You know, Pastor Dustin has a little sparkle about him, just, just a little something extra about him. And, and we, uh, we quickly um, connected. And then the Lord began as the more we talked and then as he moved here and as he, I began to see him lead, I think God began to stir my imagination of what could be uh, with him in, in the future. Well, I remember uh, on that dinner, I remember just, uh, it's never good to like cry during an interview. And so <laughs> it's just not good. It's not a good sign. And I remember I just, I just started weeping and, and I didn't know what y'all already knew, which was this is an incredible man of God. And I sensed that in one dinner. And as we begin to dream about what could be and maybe should be, I just begin to weep of the goodness of God over a bison burger. And, uh, and as that whole scene played out, I just thought of Isaiah 55, where, where the Lord says, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. I, I thought it was Northeast Atlanta, and God said, I got something even better. Just trust me. Back home. Back home. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right, I'm gonna jump to 2018. 2018, we've worked, uh, Dustin and I have worked together for a little while. And, and I, I'm, uh, you know, part of what the elders do uh, here at Journey, and you'll see all of them up here in just a little bit. Um, part of what they do is not only encourage me, but they evaluate me and uh, mm. help keep me accountable to, to do what God's called me to do here. And I do an annual evaluation, and I write things down, I, I script things out. And, but one of the things that, that we, we, we have is called an, an emergency succession plan. And that is the pastor gets hit by a bus plan. Mm. So uh, if, I'm, if I'm taken out all at once, if I'm incapacitated, can no longer function, there has to be a plan to uh, who would be next. And I, that's important for you to know that there is such a plan in, in yeah. case uh, it's kind of like guardianship of your kids. You remember when you had kids, you got to, hey, something happens to us, that's what we got to do. I had never recommended a staff member uh, on my staff to be the next lead pastor. But I went to Dustin and I said, listen, I got to fill this out. I'm going to tell the elders, I think they should consider you to be the next lead pastor here. And he was blown away by that because God was already doing something in Dustin and TJ. Yeah. And I'll let you tell a little bit about yeah, that. So one of our favorite places to vacation is uh, New Smyrna Beach. And so in July of that year, my wife and I were on vacation, and I began, in my morning prayer time and quiet time, I I felt the Lord begin to stir and and speak something to me, but I kept it to myself. And then after the third day of really wrestling with that, my wife and I, TJ, were on a walk, and I said, I I need to tell you something. I don't, this is weird, but God's really impressed something on my heart. And I said, first of all, I've never imagined or thought about being a lead pastor. I said, but I told her, I said, if I'm ever gonna be a lead pastor, I'd want it to be at Journey. And I won't forget her response. I didn't know what she would say. She goes, I know. (laughs) You see, the Lord had already been working on her, but she wasn't gonna share that news with me like I was gonna share that with her. So she kept it to herself just to wait, and and sure enough, God already prepared her heart. Not only did she know, she said, it's gonna be good. And so at that time, we began to process, and, and it's important that my calling here one of the things that we worked out 
is we felt called to journey first and then potentially to the lead role second. What that meant is in this transition, it wasn't like I felt called to be a lead pastor and if this didn't work at journey, I'm going somewhere else. Right, right. God had, and, and that's not as normal, God had put journey as my first calling and whatever the chips may lay, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, I was really pleased after that annual evaluation time, the elders all came and, mm -hmm. and you know, when I met with them and said, we agree, we agree. Mm -hmm. You, Dustin has that potential and do what you can to develop that relationship. So over the past two years, uh, Dustin and I, uh, we, we meet together frequently uh, just to talk about leadership, talk about preaching, talk about how ministry affects our families. Yeah. Uh, I hear about his disgusting love of the Miami Dolphins. Come on. Um, Come on. Uh, our, our, Plenty our, of room on the bandwagon, folks. Our, our mutual love of many of the same sports. I'll show you this picture real quick. So this was January of this year. I was with uh, Dustin when he got his first hole-in-one in golf. Mm. So he got a hole-in-one at Dubs Dread Golf Course, hole number five. And uh, I just want to say this. <laughs> I have never had a hole-in-one. I've played golf for 40 years. I've never had a hole-in-one, and I'm so happy for him <laughs> that, that, that he was able to get that. It wasn't that hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> over, over the course of time, uh, we just, we've just grown to really uh, love and appreciate Dustin, not only as a fellow laborer in the Lord, but as a, a cherished and trusted friend. I, I said this, Dustin is like the little brother that I never had. And, and Dustin said, I'm like the older brother that didn't beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> I never had one of those. <laughs> in 2019, move ahead one year, I officially recommended that the mm -hmm. elders should consider Dustin to be our next lead pastor. We progressed along in the succession planning and I, I said to the elders, I said, we, we should consider Dustin to, to, to be that, not just in the event of an emergency, but, but that should, we should start working on that. And again, they affirmed that and mm -hmm. agreed with that. In 2020, uh, we promoted Dustin to associate lead pastor, and that's been his title for the past couple of years. And that was intentional because it sent a clear organizational signal that uh, he carries an authority and a responsibility that's second only to my position. And if you've been paying attention, you've probably noticed over the last several months, he increases the number of Sundays that he's been preaching. His leadership voice has been increasing uh, here as well. And let me just say, that's how a good transition is supposed to work. I, I, the man that Jesus called the best that humanity has to offer, John the Baptist, he said among uh, men born among women, there's been nobody greater than John the Baptist. And John the Baptist said this when the people that used to flock to him started following Jesus. He said, he must increase, I must decrease. Yeah. And if our goal is to really glorify Jesus, then following that principle, it's healthy and it's right for Dustin to increase and for me to decrease in the days ahead. Prior to the 2021 elders retreat, Dustin entered a, an intense uh, several week <laughs> vetting process yeah. before the elders confirmed you as the next lead pastor. So I think that's important for yeah. uh, people to understand that, that this was not just, oh, John said this. No, there was no ceremonial rubber stamping here. Mm -hmm. They put you, I almost felt bad for what they put you through. <laughs> almost. 
Um, you want to talk a little bit yeah, about that yeah. from your so, perspective? So they, you know, one of the things you, you shared is they checked my, you know, my credit score, my baseball batting average, you know, interviewed ex-girlfriend, all these different things you've shared. And, <laughs> and he said he's only making some of that up. And, and here's what you need to know. The elders and, and Pastor John, they, they take this very serious and they should. And uh, they did do, they did do uh, all kinds of background checks, financial background, massive background checks. They went around and interviewed all of my neighbors. You how know about how, that? You know how intimidating and scary that was? How would you like somebody to come to your neighbors and say, hey, what kind of guy? You know how much that cost me? I had to give every neighbor $100. <laughs> I went broke. Here, here's what I think they said. I don't know about Dustin, but we love TJ. That's exactly she's, what they said. She's a great gal, That's but exactly. that Dustin, we don't know about him. That's exactly it. And the elders, you would be so proud of the elders. They did, they did take it very, very serious. And just um, and, and not just background checks, theology. I mean, the amount of just questions that they didn't, they, they didn't leave any stone un, unturned, and, and rightfully so. I said this, truthfully, I'm glad I got here when I did because I don't think I could have made it through that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd be qualified to be on this staff now. Um, after a final interview, the elder team made a unanimous decision to name Dustin the next lead pastor hmm. of Journey Christian when I am ready to step aside. And let me just say this. The elder team's single most important contribution is the selection of the congregation's top leader. And they took that responsibility seriously, yeah. and therefore, we can accept it confidently. Mm. This year, at our annual uh, elders retreat, February of 2022, Pastor Dave Stone, some of you remember Pastor Dave Stone, he was here earlier this year, and I had Dave to come and speak and share with us, and uh, I just want to say this, there's nobody more qualified than yeah. Pastor Dave Stone to speak in the pastoral succession, because he was the successor to Bob Russell at mm -hmm. Southeast Christian in Louisville, and then just a couple years ago, Dave passed the baton on to someone younger than him. So he has been on both ends of this. He's yeah. been the one receiving the leadership baton, and he's also handed it off. And so uh, after Dave came uh, and, and, and shared with us his experiences, kind of some of the best practices that he's seen, because he consults a lot of churches about mm -hmm. this, it became really apparent that... Um, Dustin has already been serving as a very capable second-in-command for a couple of years now, and he'd been trained in many ways to be our primary leader. And so after some further candid conversations with the elders, I, I felt freed to significantly move up my timeline of when I would step aside from what I originally planned. I first shared this with Melinda, and I shared it with my best buddy, Pastor David Vaughn, who's also retiring from his church next month in June, uh, June of 2022, and then uh, Dustin and I talked about it. And I just want to give you just a little bit of insight into Pastor Dustin's heart when I told him, Dustin, here's what I think the new timeline should be. He said, Pastor John, I want to tell you two things. Number one, if you feel like I have pressured you to speed up your timeline in any way, please know that is neither what I want nor intend. And I assured him I did not feel any of that from him. And then the second thing he said is this, I'll be ready. Mm. And that's all I needed to hear. Uh, I can't explain it, but from that day on, I have felt a release and a joy and a big old smile comes across my face when I think about all this. And it's not a release that says, thank God I got out from underneath that load. <laughs> it's a feeling of fulfillment. 
and gratitude mm. that I got to play a small part of leading journey back to health mm. and helping it realize its redemptive potential, I think while also preparing it to flourish well into the future beyond me. Mm. I know you have some thoughts that you wanted to share. Yeah, uh, early on, just processing all this, I felt like God really made a couple things clear. One of them was both the calling and the timing belong to the Lord, not mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. And when you look at King David, uh, he was anointed king 15 years prior before getting the throne. And so it's not just the calling, it's the calling and the timing. And so uh, one, just really clung to that. Two, uh, the experts when it comes to succession say that a poor succession, and that unfortunately happens too often, can cost a year, uh, can cost a church one year's annual budget, and it sets them back three to five years. A poor transition. And so Pastor John knew those stats, and early on he became an expert. Literally any book and any person you could talk to, he has talked to them, he's read every article, he has become an expert, and both him and the elders have done an unbelievable job to do everything in their power to set this succession up for success. One of the things that I'm a part of is a cohort where right. I am with seven pastors from around the US and Canada, and they're a part of large churches. And so we have two things in common, large churches, and they're in the middle of a transition. And I was just in Colorado Springs two weeks ago, and we're talking to them. And every time I talk to somebody outside a journey, they say, man, I wish, they seriously say this, and you need to know this. We wish we had a lead pastor that would walk through transition as humbly and as selfless and as giving as Pastor John has led in this transition. One of the ways that I've, um, I've shared this is nobody has, nobody has sacrificed more for me professionally than Pastor John has. And he makes it look easy, but I'm telling you, it's not easy. The amount of selflessness he does because he cares more about you, more about this community than he does himself. And because of that, he has led a path that's been so easy and healthy for us to navigate, not just for me and my family, but for our staff and hopefully for you. And I think you saw that last week. I think you saw the humility and the transparency in that. And I'm so grateful to be able to walk through this together. And I know we've talked about our, our friendship and some people on the outside will say, well, how, you know, what are you doing? How, does, how is it working? And I just said, man, when you, when you genuinely care for one another, it just makes it a little bit more easier. And we, we genuinely care for one another. We yeah. want each other to win. Amen. And I'm grateful for how you started that path. Well, it's easy when you have the right guy. And when God brings you the right guy, you just pray and say, God, give me the sense to recognize it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of what happened. Uh, a lot of people say, where did you find Dustin? I said, I didn't find him. God dropped him here. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. I, did, I, I didn't go looking for him. I would not have thought to go looking for someone who was leading at the kind of level in church he was at the time. But God brought him here, and, uh, and I believe that. Can, and, I share and, one, can I share one more thing? All right, hurry up. Is that all right? Go. <laughs> After we shared, the staff, shared this with the staff, I had one staff member come up to me, and you could tell, uh, I can almost tell the angle of their question, which was, how can we honor Pastor John? And I think what this person was asking is, how can we honor Pastor John without dishonoring you? Is kind of the idea, because there's this awkwardness. How do we, and, and, and this is what I would tell you, and this is what I explained to the staff is, I have three kids and I love them all. And when I say I love you, Riley, I'm not saying I hate you, Darby. I'm not dishonoring one by saying I love another. 
If anything, when I honor and love one, I'm honoring and loving the whole. And so what I want you to do is, is he, he is due honor. 42 years of lead pastoral ministry, which is absolutely incredible. So if you were to ask me, how can we honor him? Whatever God puts on your heart, I bless for you to do and, and do whatever you can to honor and thank him. And so I'm grateful for you. Thank you, brother. Hey, um, thank you. Now, after last week and this week, understandable um, that uh, your, your, your head could be spinning a little bit with this weighty news that, that's happened. And, and I've learned after doing this 42 years, change is hard for churches. Mm. But I want to wrap up and I'm going to invite the elders to join us on stage and our wives. I want to tell you three things specifically that will not be changing. Number one, our mission is not changing. Our mission will continue to be making more and deeper disciples of Jesus who love God, love people, and serve the world. Yeah. Our mission is not changing. Yep. Secondly, our core beliefs and values won't change. We will have no book but the Bible, no creed but Christ. We wear no name but the divine name, and we realize we're not the only Christians, but we do desire to be Christians only. Mm. Our desire to be a place where everybody's welcome, nobody's perfect, and through Jesus, anything's possible yeah. will not change change. In yeah. fact, not only will these things not change, I believe Pastor Dustin will lead us in all these areas in greater and more effective ways in the years to come. So in early 2019, Pastor Dustin and I took a trip together and uh, Dustin literally facilitated a meeting between one of my great heroes in ministry and someone whose books and sermons I have used so often, and you've heard a lot of it, but his name's John Ortberg. You've heard me talk about him. That's John Ortberg in the middle. Dustin was coaching one of his, uh, his staff members, and I said, hey, I'd love to meet him. And uh, Dustin said, well, come out, and we'll, we'll, we, he arranged that. So he's, it's in uh, Menlo um, Park, uh, California, so it's mm -hmm. right in San Francisco. So right before that, go, go to the next picture. Dustin mm -hmm. and I... Uh, we're at the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, as we were at the Golden Gate Bridge, we took several pictures. I didn't think about it too much at the time, but looking back, the Lord just kind of began to tell me about that picture. Pastor Dustin is going to be the bridge to help journey go from here to there. Mm. And I want you to know I believe that with all my heart. And I'm so grateful that I've uh, got to be a part uh, in the lead pastor chair for these last 12 years. I'm not going anywhere yet. I'm still around to the end of the year, but I'm so excited to see what God's going to do as Pastor Dustin leads. Mm -hmm. Elders, I want you to come on board right now, if you would, and uh, TJ and Melinda, if they would join us right now uh, up here. We'll, we'll clear some things away. Gonna... By the way, while they're coming up here, this is a, this is a baton. Yeah, I'm supposed to do that, aren't I? Yes, you are. All right. All right. <laughs> There you go. Uh, this is a baton. And uh, we talked about this being a, a pass of a leadership baton. And I said, well, you know what? I don't want to give him this yet. <laughs> I, I said, we're not supposed to do this right now. But anyhow, uh, this, I just want you to know that uh, I passed this to, uh, to Pastor Dustin and um, mm. look forward to, again to seeing what God has in store. And Randy Scoggins, our elder chairman, he wants to share a few words right now. Yeah, you might want to take that off. There's Does that work? Yeah. All right, gentlemen, if you'll come on up a little closer. 
Um, folks, first of all, I've got a little bit of a raspy voice, but God's going to help me through this. Um, let me tell you from the bottom of my heart that God's got his handprints and fingerprints all over this. I'll get emotional here on this. This is not happenstance. Uh, John's already said that many times. Since late 2018, when he shared with the elder team his vision of Dustin's call, we spent a lot of time with Dustin, a lot of time in prayer, a lot of time in discussion, asking God's guidance, his blessing, and his assurance that this was indeed his plan for John and Melinda, and Dustin and TJ, and more importantly, as the elder chair, for the Journey Christian Family Congregation, you folks. We're charged by God with shepherding this church, and we take our responsibilities very seriously. It's a sacred responsibility, and we approach this with that firmly in our hearts. We sought counsel from wise and seasoned Christian leaders outside of Journey who've either specialized in succession or they're experts in it. Um, they've experienced it themselves, and, and the pastor mentioned uh, Dave Stone, and he's one of many we talked to. We spent considerable time with Dustin and his family, and I don't need to tell you about his educational or ministry accomplishments or professional accolades, they're very impressive. But even more impressive to the elder team was what came across was his burning desire to be in God's perfect will and to improve and grow spiritually every day. He has sincere humility. He's a Gator fan, which I appreciate. He has a true servant's heart and he has a burning love for Journey Christian Church and every one of you here and online listening to me today. We saw clearly that Pastor Dustin has a deep and unwavering love and commitment for his family. It's especially evident between Dustin and TJ. His love and respect and admiration for her is truly remarkable and hers for him. They are a dynamic team and together they make each other better and stronger. We couldn't ask for a better wife of our new lead, incoming lead pastor than TJ. Something that you need to hear too is within our normal elder rotation, there have been a total of 13 different elders and three different elder chairs who've been involved in this process. To the man, the elder team is unanimous in our view that God has divinely called and ordained Dustin to be our next lead pastor and that he's called TJ and the entire Agard family to be a vital part of Dustin's ministry here at Journey. As an elder team, it's been and continues to be our honor to serve with this guy right here, Pastor John. Our love and respect for him are boundless and cannot be expressed with words. You don't have enough time for me to tell you how I feel about this man. God has blessed his 42-year ministry abundantly and continues to bless it. We were in Europe, actually quarantined on a cruise ship when this happened, but we watched the Easter service. And folks, um, if there's ever been any doubt of God pouring out his blessings on Journey Christian Church, that Easter service was something that I'll never forget, and I was a few thousand miles away. In our view, the elder team's view, John's still at the top of his game, and we believe that God has much more in store for him and Melinda as they enter this new and sweet season of ministry. As for Dustin, TJ, and the Agard family, and all of us here at Journey, we are convinced that what God has in store 
in the coming years will be nothing short of divinely supernatural. Amen. We are expecting things here at Journey that we've not even imagined. I speak for all the elders when I tell you we're excited beyond measure to see and experience God's outpouring on Journey. I will close by, uh, by asking Robin, our vice chair, uh, first of all, the elders that are here, former elders, would you please stand in, 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 the, in the auditorium if you're here? Just stand up where you are right now, please, and kind of hold your hands up. We want you to join us in prayer, and I'm going to ask our vice chair, uh, Robin McCart, to pray over us. Mm. Thank you, Randy. Mm. Uh, let us pray. Our gracious and loving Father, we humbly bow our heads before you and praise you for who you are the holy, almighty, and eternal God of the universe. You're most worthy of our praise, worship, and love. We praise you for loving us so much that you sacrificed your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, to give his life for our sins. We praise you for his resurrection, and we know he's alive today and sitting at your right hand, interceding for us. We praise you for Journey Christian Church, and give thanks for your favor and countless continual blessings down through the years. We pray for your continued favor and blessings on journey. Continue to reveal your perfect will to us as we go forward. We praise you for Pastor John and Melinda and their many wonderful years together in the ministry of glorifying Christ while growing the kingdom of God. Mm. We love them deeply and especially praise you for their years here at Journey and the honor we have all had serving with them. We lift them up to you today and ask for your continued blessing on them as they enter a new season of their ministry and lives. Give them favor, good health, and a loving assurance that you are with them and will continue to guide and lead them as you have over the years together. We lift Pastor Dustin and TJ to you today. We've seen abundant and divine evidence that you've called them to a new and exciting season in their ministry and their walk with you here at Journey. We ask your special anointing, blessing, and favor on them and their children. Reveal your perfect will for them and bless their ministry here at Journey in your divine, supernatural way. We also lift the congregation and the elder team to you today in prayer. Give us your divine leading and blessings as we love and support Pastor Dustin in his new role as our lead pastor. And above all, we pray for a smooth and flawless transition filled with your holy presence and favor. Abba Father, we love and worship you and give you all the glory because you are so worthy. In Jesus' holy name, amen. 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 If you like this podcast, we post a new message every week. So make sure to click that follow button and share it with your friends. Remember, Journey is a place where everybody's welcome, nobody's perfect, and through Jesus, anything is possible.